Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. The scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Some people are incapable of taking the blame for the hardships in their lives. That's not to say there aren't some outside factors, but for the most part, we can take all of the bad in our lives and try our best to turn it around and make some positive changes. On September 17, 1993, a judge in California was set to decide the sentence for a man who sat in the rubble of his crumbling life and only had one person to blame, his high school civics teacher. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On April 30th, 1992, the principal of Lindhurst High School in Olivehurst, California, got a phone call from a disgruntled alumnus claiming that he was going to, quote, shoot up a school rally set to take place the following day. Doing what he felt was necessary, the principal made the decision to cancel the event in hopes that if this caller meant what he said, the shooting would be ruined and he would call off whatever he had planned. In fact, so many students were already away from campus with other clubs and functions that it really wasn't a huge deal to cancel the rally. They went on their merry way and never once warned the students or their parents about the threat made to the school. The very next day, on May 1st, 1992, 20-year-old Eric C. Houston walked into Building C of his former high school, the one he dropped out of before graduating, and began shooting his 12-gauge pump-action shotgun and sawed-off 22 caliber. The first to meet him in the hallway was his 28-year-old former civics teacher, Robert Brenz, who was fatally gunned down before Eric turned on 17-year-old Judy Davis, who was sitting in Mr. Brenz's classroom. He then walked through the hallway outside of the classroom and found 19-year-old Jason Edward White, who tried to rush the former student and disarm him. He was shot in the chest and crumbled breathlessly to the ground. Eric, blind with rage and power, then turned his gun on a female student, but was rushed by a heroic 16-year-old named Beeman A. Hill. He pushed the girl aside and took the full shotgun blast intended for her to the side of his head. Out of the 25 to 30 teenagers inside of the classroom he entered, Eric C. Houston killed three and injured 10 more. 
Mr. Bren, who authorities would soon learn was the catalyst to this whole gruesome shooting, hummed to himself as he bled to death in front of his students. Still armed inside of the school, Eric held the rest of the students inside of a classroom hostage and, one by one, would send off a student to retrieve more hostages, amassing about 80 children inside of the room. 80 children who had to huddle together and live through the most terrifying moment of their life for about eight hours as Eric stood up against authorities. When he eventually surrendered just before 10.30 p.m., face covered with camouflage paint and dressed as if he were a soldier, he told police that his life had taken a turn for the worst when Mr. Bren failed him his senior year, setting off a domino effect that made him drop out and recently lose his job and girlfriend. He was arrested and the hostages were sent home. The crime rocked the normally placid town of just about 10,000 people, and parents, for probably the first time in their lives, feared sending their children to school would be a death sentence. Eric Houston, when brought to trial, testified that Robert Brands sexually molested him during his senior year of high school, claiming it was this assault, not the failing grade, that forced him to drop out of school. However, the prosecution met this statement with trepidation, stating that there was no evidence to corroborate his testimony. Robert's family have, of course, said their son would never assault a student and felt as though the defense was putting the wrong person on trial. While all of this was happening, Eric sat emotionless as the four weeks of trial continued. On July 22, 1993, with none of his family in the courtroom, Eric Houston was found guilty on all of the charges against him, and the jury recommended he be sentenced to death. Eric sat stone-faced and only spoke to his public defender to ask him to call his mother and let her know about the death sentence. The judge sent a sentencing date for September 17, 1993, where he would decide if he would uphold the jury's recommendation for death. The sentence was upheld in California, and in 2012, the Supreme Court did the same. He is currently sitting behind bars at San Quentin Prison, awaiting his execution date. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 18th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.